Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. And we are Fetch of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. And I'm Jeremy. How you doing, bro? Doing good. Uh, you were just saying that uh, off before we started recording that you are going on vacation this week as I have a half week as I am on a partial vacation coming up at the end of the week. Yes, I am actually leaving tomorrow morning and I couldn't be more excited. A little frustrated our uh, water heater started leaking everywhere and we had to get that fixed so we're off to a late start, but you know what? You can't let a little speed bump get in your way of a good time. Absolutely not. So, to set the mood, I want you to picture clear blue sky, perfect temperature, the sun not too hot. It's it's like it's gently massaging your shoulders. Salt in the air, the scent of suntan lotion, the sound of waves crashing against the shore. An occasional seagull squawking. Tropical drink in your hand and bikinis as far as the eyes can see. We're doing vacation. Yeah. What tropical drink do you have in your hand? Um, I still have some leftover Miller High Life, so that's as tropical as it gets. It's the champagne of beers. There you go. So cheers. I have a sex on the beach. Nice. It's like, yeah, you got to manifest what you want out of life. So (laughs) if you know what I mean. Make sure you get the sand out of all those crevices and stuff, though. Oh, yeah. It's definitely one of those ones where you want to shower afterwards. Uh, It just doesn't sound like a very comfortable thing to do. Well, you got a blanket or a towel. I guess so. But I mean, I don't know. You don't have to, like, dip your ass in the sand. (laughs) There are many... Beach-friendly positions. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. So I, I guess we'll just get right into it. We're doing the top 10. Some of our favorite vacation horror movies. Top 10. Uh, you want to lead us off? Sure. Why not? So with some of mine, I kind of took vacation in certain Different meanings, I guess. You know, it doesn't have to be like a week-long like thing. It could be a daycation. You know, it could be... Just as long as it's not a staycation. Right. That's just a day off. No, but I mean, you know, you travel to a place for, you know, a a day trip or, you know, a few days, a weekend. Most of these are, you know, could be weekends. That's fine. I mean, and if you take a day off from work and you want to get paid, what do you take? You take a vacation day. That's right. So... I, I mean, I don't want to defend you before I hear your picks. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Okay. So uh, my number 10, uh, this was on one of my lists a while back. Uh, I went with Cabin in the Woods. That was a good one. That was, So that was like a spring break vacation, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was spring break to, you know, a cabin in the woods. Uh, 2012. Five teenagers head off for a weekend at a secluded cabin in the woods. There's three times. 
Do we have to drink every to... time you say it? <laughs> they said the name. <laughs> Uh, they arrive to find that they are quite isolated with no means of communication with the outside world. When the cellar door flings itself open, of course, they go down to investigate to find an odd assortment of, I, I love this, relics and curios. Yeah. But when one of the women, Dana, decides to read a book, she awakens a family of deadly zombie killers. However, there's much more where that came from. Yeah, I love that no matter what they picked, it's a horrible end for them. It, it It is. And what's hilarious about this is that they use the meme of the two guys with the with the whiteboard. You know, whenever some, like when Murder Hornets came out, you know, you got them pointing to the whiteboard. Okay, who had Murder Hornets? Yeah. I want to get killed by a merman. <laughs> I mean, not to spoil anything. The movie is kind of old enough, but I mean... Essentially, they're like playing a game, or the, the the guys are kind of like playing a game with them, I should say. Well, they're all right. So it's a ancient sacrificial type of deal that I believe they have to do every year, every so many years, and it's like a corporate organization. Yeah, it's like a department is in charge of killing these teens. Right, but it just it it felt. Like, like they were in like some sort of like a game show. That's the way it felt. Yeah. So the first time I actually watched this movie, it was the night of Joe Bob's last drive in the original marathon. And when the internet crashed and no one could log in, I was, I was fucking mad first off. And say, and then I was like, okay, well, it's not just me. Social media was blown up about it. So I was like, well, let's watch a movie we haven't seen. And Cabin in the Woods was up the top of the list. And it's campy. It's silly. It's funny. It's fucking brutal at times. It is. Although Chris Hemsworth, like death is hilarious. That had me laughing <laughs> so hard. That, that was pretty good. Like he's going to make it. He's going to make he's it. Gonna he's going to save the day. Oh, damn. He basically runs into a bug zapper. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, it was it was, it was really really fun, and I'm finding as I go through movies. Wow, that's your like number ten. Yeah, you got nine great ones coming up. So, I see like a bunch of like movie posters or covers that have kind of like ripped off that look of like the cabin, like kind of in the air. Yeah, it it almost reminded me like a of a Rubik's cube. Yeah, the way did. the cabin was shifting. Uh, anytime a, a movie is successful, you'll see lots of other movies try to rip off the cover and it's just so when you're scrolling through a streaming service you're like oh cabin in the woods cool and you click on it and then you're like wait what the fuck this is cabin in the dark wooded area (laughs) (laughs) this is true all right my number 10 we're going to the happiest place on earth Ooh, and it's not finland i i was reading an article that finland is the the happiest country in the in the world no we're going to somewhere a little more sinister Disney World. 2013's Escape from Tomorrow. I'm sure you've seen the cover. It's got Mickey Mouse's hand reaching up and blood trickling down his his white glove and arm. So this is actually shot at Disney World and I believe Disneyland gorilla style. Like they had scripts on their phones. They had like the regular cameras that tourists have and yeah. they, they filmed the whole thing. It, it took them quite a while to do it. Uh, 
it's a little slow. This is why it's only my number 10, but I did enjoy the shit out of this movie. Bad things are, or bad things happen everywhere. So we have Jim. He's vacationing with his nuclear family when he gets a call from his boss. He's fired. The rest of the movie, it just follows him around as he unravels and he navigates through the Magic Kingdom and Epcot Center with his wife and kids. And at times, like, for instance, he, there's these two, like, teenage French girls. One of them's actually Annette Mahendru. She plays Huck in, in World Beyond. But he's, like, following them like, like, like a creep, basically. Mm-hmm. And as he goes down his spiral, it is uncomfortable to watch. And I think that's the point. Because this guy's just having a bad fucking time. And you get to see into the deep depths of Disney World. And at one point, one of the greatest quotes, you found my hidden Mickey. (laughs) So um, is it basically like a found footage type movie if they're using basically like camcorders? No, that's just what they had to use so that they wouldn't raise suspicion. Uh, gotcha. It's it's just straight up regular style movie, I guess. I mean, it's okay. not regular in any way, but um, yeah, you, you got to check it out. At least see the, the trailer so you get an idea of what the hell I'm talking about. But I think it's definitely worth a watch. It's not a movie I think I'll watch many times because it's very uncomfortable. But I mean, like I said, that's the point because this guy is just going from a bad day to fucking something else. Now, what platform is it on? It originally was on Netflix, but I don't know if Netflix has any affiliation with Disney. So this is funny. So Disney will attack a daycare for putting up a mural of Mickey Mouse, <laughs> but they they kind of look the other way on this one. Like, I don't I think they just didn't want to give it any added publicity. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's available now on Tubi. Oh, nice. You know what? I thought I saw, was as I was skimming through like last second, like this afternoon, I thought I saw something that with that name and I was, but I didn't catch the Mickey hand. Maybe I just like didn't think of it as, oh my God, that doesn't look like a vacation type thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. The, the word, yeah. the words are written in like Disney style. It's obviously Mickey Mouse's hand. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, so my number nine. I went back and forth with so there's like two movies that are kind of like similar. I watched like The Descent and then I watched The Ruins, which I love both movies. But for my list, I went with 2006's The Descent. Nice, really, really good movie. Uh, sportswoman, I love it. sportswoman. So a group of friends. You know, you, it opens up with them like kayak, uh, not kayaking, um, white water rafting down like the river. And it looks like really, really, really cold because like her family has like winter hats on and shit like that. So, but uh, the main character, Sarah, loses her husband and daughter in a car crash. Holy crap, that was harrowing. That was awful. Uh, she survives. Well, one year later, her friends, Beth, Rebecca, Sam, Holly, and Juno. Invite her to explore a deep cave in the mountains when the expedition is about three, uh, they're about three miles down. Now, don't they go 
like they have one cave planned and then yes. one of them's like oh i heard about this other cave let's go check that one out and it's like no one's ever been there or some crazy well they shit. i don't think she didn't i think that was juno she didn't tell them that that wasn't the cave until they were already down there okay yeah it's it's been a while but this movie is awesome if you're claustrophobic this is the movie for yeah. you <laughs> which is why she left like the map like the book like in the car yeah also juno sucks yes <laughs> but but yeah so i mean at, there's a rock collapse and of course they're it's blocking the access tunnel and they're stuck down there with some i'm gonna call them nosferatu looking predators they're chuds they are they are chuds but they designed them after like the nosferatu monster yeah which is pretty cool pretty some pretty cool. some pretty some pretty gnarly uh bone snapping images in that too oh my god yeah this movie is is great i love how if you look it's kind of like where's waldo and the monsters are always there lurking yeah there was like one scene like right after the collapse and i kept trying to find it where like their flashlights are going around and you're supposed to be able to see a silhouette of one of the monsters and then they turn back and it's gone it's like super quick and i couldn't i couldn't find it it was there. It was. It was. It was there. It saw you. All right, my number nine. Hey, this is Mike in the morning. Magic ninety six point seven. How are you doing today, Jeremiah? I'm doing fantastic. All right, love to hear it. So, how would you like to win the trip of your life? You just have to answer one easy peasy trivia question. What would that be? What is the capital of Brazil? Rio de Janeiro. Oh, you are so... You know, you're right. You're, you got it. You're going down to Tower Bay, Bahamas. You and three of your closest friends. Or just some random guy that you choose to take because the other guy says he can't make it. I still know what you did last summer from 1998. So nice. if, you, if you couldn't guess, Rio... Is not the capital of Brazil. It's actually is it Brasilia. Oh, is it Brasilia? Oh. Yeah, I. Um, so Rio was the capital until 1960. So this is kind of a, a gray area mistake, but that should be a red flag because you know they they were wrong, but somehow they still won the tickets. No matter what they said, they were going to win those they were, tickets. They were going to get the tickets. So Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jeffrey Combs, they go to a Jeffrey Combs resort. Uh, Brandy, Mackay Pfeiffer, Jennifer Esposito, Freddie Prince Jr., Bill Cobbs, John Hawks, and Jack motherfucking Black, as you've never seen him before, appropriating a little bit of culture and smoking a lot of weed while he's doing it. Uh, this was a really fun movie. Obviously, they're trying to bank off of the success of the first the one, first which one. was just the year before, so... This is supposedly a year later, and she doesn't want to go home for the 4th of July weekend because, well, last time she was there, everyone fucking died. So she goes on this trip, and I don't know if Jennifer Love Hewitt would have done this film if they weren't showcasing her new music. So, oh, that's right. I forgot so, she had an album. Yeah, so How Do I Deal is one of the singles they use. And that came out after the movie dropped. She also sings karaoke in the movie. She does I Will Survive. The only other, uh, I mean, uh, 
Bijou Phillips is on the soundtrack. Orgies on the soundtrack with Blue Monday. Uh, definitely not the banger album as the uh, the first movie, but still a fun movie if you can get past it's it's corny. The ending I was not really a fan of uh, for reasons, and yeah, that, that's pretty much about it. I thought it was awesome though, still cool. I mean, Jack Black. I don't know if I've so ever funny. actually seen this movie all the way through. So I saw it in the theater when it came out and I remember not liking it, but then I, you know, I gave it another chance for this and it was fun. It was directed by Danny Cannon, the same guy that brought us Judge Dredd. I am the law. I'll have to give it another try. So I tried about 20 minutes of the new Resident Evil series. Yep. I stopped at 20 minutes. Oh, that's uh, 40 minutes shy of the first episode runtime, isn't it? Aren't they like an hour? <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's it's the beginning is promising and then it basically turns into like Riverdale. It's like teen drama like stuff. I'm like, mm. I'm OK. Yeah, I feel like a lot of shows are trying to be that. They're like, all right, let's set Dawson's Creek, but put it in, you know, I, I, Raccoon City, right? Yeah. Okay. New Raccoon yeah, City. New Raccoon City. Okay. So let's take Dawson's Creek and throw a scream mask guy in there. <laughs> oh, but we won't actually use the scream mask until like season fucking 10 or some shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my number eight, I went with Turistas. Oh, good one. I saw Olivia Wilde was in it and I figured I have to at least watch it. Okay. I knew I heard I read it was it was it was really good. But I'm a Do you go wild big... for Olivia Cockburn? Oh, is that her last name now? No, that that was her last name. That's why she changed it to Wild. Oh. Cockburn just doesn't roll off the tongue. Doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> roll off the tongue. So when she was married to the Italian princess, she was Princess Olivia Cockburn. Wait, what? She was married to like an Italian prince for a little while. Oh, so she probably changed her name to his name. Maybe. I don't I don't know. I can't. Anyway. You're anyway. way off track. So uh, American college student Alex, his younger teenage sister, B, along with their close friends, Amy, are backpacking through Brazil. Now, if I remember correctly, this starts out like they're on a bus, right? Did you watch the movie, Jeremy? <laughs> so... It was a while back that I watched. I watched so many movies like this fucking week. Yeah, so they're, like, they're, they're, on, like, they're, yeah, on, they're a, on the they're on, on the bus, bus and, and and the guy like almost drives off like a fucking cliff. Oh yeah, so he fucks up. Everyone at like they, there's a baby on board. <laughs> they pass the baby out of a window. Everyone gets off, and as soon as the bus driver jumps off, it crashes down a cliff. Yeah, and not a great way to start your trip. No, so like while they're walking back, they they see a couple girls with like drinks. Like, what the fuck? Like, what, what the hell is that? So they walk a little bit. They come across this, like, yeah, it's just like a beachside bar. Like, That's exactly what place. it was. Yeah. yeah. They're they're partying. They're doing all this stuff. They meet this this guy, Kiko. <laughs> yeah. it, they're partying. They're doing all this stuff. <laughs> uh, next, next thing you know, they're, you know, kind of on the ground. Their two new Swedish friends are missing. And uh, they have a little run-in with... Dr. Zamora, who is, I guess, Brazil's answer to Dr. Giggles, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, where is it? Yeah. Amy vanishes. And then they discovered that 
they're dealing with a guy who basically wants to harvest the organs because Americans, you know, take advantage of their basically of their country, and they're kind of done with that. So let's stick it to them. Well, they did that. Oh yes, they did do. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, really, really good movie. Some really gruesome stuff in that one. Yeah, there is some gore. Yes. Okay. Well, for my number eight, we're going back to 1984. We'll pack the car with escape in mind. Forget about class, leaving books behind. Time to get away. Empty cottage sitting on the shore. Tourists left about a month before. And we're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a good time. Buddy Cooper wrote and directed this classic. Takes place in Atlantic Beach, North Carolina. Fall break also known as The Mutilator. So the movie is called Fall Break. You watch the movie, the title screen comes up. It still says Fall Break. All they did was change the name for the VHS release. (laughs) This is so good. So it starts off with a tragedy. It's this guy's birthday and his son decides for his birthday he's going to clean all his guns. And he ends up killing his mother and the dad is pissed. The dad never gets over it. He actually dreams about killing his son. Like, there's a scene where he's dreaming and he's killing his son. Uh, It's pretty brutal. But then all of a sudden, boom, it's a comedy. We're at a bar, a bunch of assholes joking around. So they're a group of slightly over-the-top dorks. I mean, the coolest one of them looks and acts like Pee-wee from Porky's. And he's a cool one (laughs) out of the group. But it's, it's a funny movie. So the kills are really cool. Did, the, did she? Did we ever find out if she beat the high score on Video Machine? <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. A video Machine. Um, the music seems very out of place. Seems like it's a mo- like music for a different movie. There's this one scene when the Pee Wee type dude is like, oh, "I don't want to do something you asked me to do," and the chick starts unbuttoning her shirt. She's like, "How about if I show you something when you get back?" And the tape speeds up like. Like Benny Hill style, and he's like, and runs out of the room. So there's like a lot of like comedy bits, and even like in the end credits shows like bloopers. Um, but all that aside, it's a pretty fun movie. It's one of those like, I mean, you know who the killer is, but do you care? He's killing people. You so. don't. No, and God, and the, the 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 hook that went up there. Oh God, it makes me want to play Blind Man's Bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Not the hook part, but just the movie in general. Bunch of fucking dorks. Actually, Buddy Cooper is on board. Also, Terry Kaiser, you know, Bernie from another great vacation movie, Weekend at Bernie's and Weekend at Bernie's 2. There's a sequel in the works. Is there really? Yeah. Almost 40 years later. Also want to say, big red flag. If you're at someone's house... And there's a picture of a dead body. And you're like, what the <laughs> hell is that? And they're like, oh, that's some guy. It was a ski bone accident. <laughs> they killed that guy. Wait, what? Why does he have a fucking framed picture of it? It's fine. Big red flag. That's a that's one of his trophies because he's got like hunting shit everywhere and fishing. Like <laughs> the corpses of his kills everywhere. All right. So my number seven. We'll pack the car with escape in mind Forgetting out classes, leaving books behind Time to get away 
empty cottage sitting on the shore. Tore us all left about a month before, and we're gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going, we're going on a fall break. Walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear. I mean, you just basically said everything. Fun horror comedy. Yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And I watched it. I hadn't seen it before. We did the episode with the Slash You Guys. So to their recommendation, I watched it. And I just, I had a blast with it. It, it was super fun. It's one of those movies, you know, you, you sit down and you, and you have a, a bunch of beers too. And just have fun with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched that movie quite a while ago, but basically just off of the cover, I'm like, well, this looks promising. I know. It's like he, he, the dude's like holding a hook with like the, the blood dripping off of it. I'm going, yeah. And I, I mean, the first, the first scene definitely sets the tone. Like yeah. if they had waited to reveal the reason why the father was killing, I don't think the movie would have would have caught my attention like it did because – it, it kind of it starts off like a comedy, like they're just joking around, like "Oh, gotta go to the cottage." Oh, and you know they like trying to haggle with the guy at the grocery store for beers, and the fucking <laughs> after they leave, the guy fucking tricked them into getting extra beer. It's like everyone's got jokes. Speaking of beer, it was a double, by the way. Double, double drink. Oh, so I'm just go- going, going. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you basically described the whole movie. No point in saying it again. Okay. <laughs> All right, my number seven. We're going to go to a place that's only suitable for a vacation with Fester Adams. Oh. I'm talking off the coast of Miami, Florida. We're going to go into the Bermuda Triangle. Ooh. 2009's Triangle. Oh. So, fear comes in waves. This stars Melissa George, horror babe, and Liam Hemsworth. So, she plays Jess. Jess sets sail on a yacht with a group of friends, may encounter a mysterious storm, and are capsized. They end up boarding an ocean liner in an ominous case of deja vu is the least of their worries. Yeah, I, I kind of I called this movie basically. It was like horror's Groundhog Day, if you don't count Happy Death Day. Okay, but it, I mean, it totally has that vibe to it, and I love. I it was a different twist on a time loop, which I yeah. really enjoyed. Um, yeah, I don't want to give away too much. I I did see a lot of bad reviews for this, but I thought it was a really funny movie. I came across not, it not on funny Shutter. movie, I was a like, fun movie, but. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I did too. No, I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And it's got a, a, a deeper meaning if you, if you um, I don't know, if not follow, who follows mythology? It's so old, you're not following it anymore. But it, it it's like it got a mythological uh, undertone. Yeah. No, it totally does. And one thing I've learned from watching Final Destinations 1 through 5 you don't cheat death. Death will come get you. Yes. And you might end up in purgatory. No good. No. Although I do enjoy purgatory chasm. It's a fun place to hike. Yeah, but it's not as good anymore. I thought they closed everything up. Uh, they, they filled in the caves because some people were smoking marijuana in them. 
How dare they? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be stuck there forever, but yeah. Okay, yeah. that's it. All right, so my number six. So I don't know if you can like see this or not, but we're going to go back to Bermuda. We're going to go to 2009, and I already covered the other Hemsworth, so we're going to cover this Hemsworth. Oh, well, we're not really going to cover him, but he's, he's kind of in the movie a little bit. Uh, Triangle, 2009. <laughs> Two doubles. Oh, man. In a row. Same thing. Like, I don't usually, like, when I'm home, I don't usually go to Shutter, just because, like, my TV, I have a, like, I do have a smart TV, but it's it's weird. It doesn't have Shutter on it. So, basically, I have to hook my laptop up to the TV, and it works fantastic. Weird. But, but uh, yeah, I, I came across, and I saw Melissa George was in it. And it was like, okay, they, they go sailing, and it sounds pretty cool. They find an abandoned ocean liner. Okay. <laughs> How lucky. How lucky are they? Like, after their sailboat capsizes. But Jess, I mean, she has an autistic son, who at the beginning of the movie, she's having, like, a lot of trouble with. And, you know, when she goes out for the sailing trip, you can tell, like, something's wrong. Yeah, she like, seems pretty like, off. E- even Liam Hemsworth. Who had just met her for the just first time is like, yo, something's off with this bitch. It's like, hey, Jesse, you okay? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But but yeah, you know, without really giving anything away, it just has that date. It's it's basically deja vu over and over. Um, the end of the movie kind of comes full circle and you kind of understand, you know, why she is why she is. But yeah, I thought it was a great twist. Really, really good. Really creative, I thought. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Um, if ending didn't land i think the movie would have fell apart but i really did enjoy the ending it's definitely one you want to stick with no i did too i agree cool all right my number six we're going to take a little trip to brazil with josh duhamel melissa george olivia wilde taristas double cheers this is three this is three doubles in the top five uh, bottom five. Yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of drinking. So yeah, directed by John Stockwell, who actually played Dennis in Christine. Um, yeah, it, it was a fun movie. After their bus crashes off a cliff, a group of touristas, uh, said the name, find a convenient <laughs> bar on a beach. After some drinks, some weed, and some more drinks, they wake up on the beach, drugged and robbed. And they kind of get led to, quote unquote, safety, where they're being prepped for organ harvesting. A lot of cool kills. A lot of cool shots. Um, Chicks in bikinis searching for clues like this is some kind of dark and gory (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Well, I think one of them, because they got robbed and stole their clothes, like she had to go like topless almost the whole time. Uh, she left her top at a, at a different oh, right. at a different beach. Do so you guys oh, mind right. if I go topless? And they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, we're not here to see boobies." They didn't say that, but they're like, "Fuck yeah, yeah!" But I mean, you you pretty much said everything else. Doctor Zamora, yeah, creepy guy. Um, did really enjoy his speech on doing nothing. You know, you could be good. That's that's cool. You can be good. You can be bad. That's Less cool, but still a thing. It's better than doing nothing. Exactly. And enough for nothing. Like when he gives the whole speech as to why he was 
basically taking their organs, you you almost kind of like had to feel like, I mean, obviously he's the bad guy. Uh, I feel like, like he could have gone a different route. He could he could have gone a different way, but his reasonings meant well. Yeah, he had good intentions, and and we know where you know those pave the way to. <laughs> it's not but Starbucks. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Well, uh, that wraps up our, our first half. We're going to actually pick it up again next week for the top five. I'm going to be sunburned and probably looking like Jimmy Buffett at a Cypress Hill concert. I probably won't because I'm white as fuck. So, yeah. Well, I said sunburn. You could burn too. Yeah. I'm going to look like a bronze god. Who are we kidding? <laughs> no, I, I, I sit in the shade and watch others. Okay, that sounds pretty creepy. He's in the dark peeping on people. All right, well, obviously, thank you for listening. Drop us a line at fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at fans of the dead one. Uh, follow us on Instagram, fans of the dead podcast. We're on Facebook, fans of the dead. We have a website, fans of the dead.com. You can get all of our episodes. You can get t shirts. Uh, you can check out all of our YouTube videos. And I believe we have one coming up. Uh, we have one out, or it should be out by now the Are They Live video. Oh, yeah, where we burn our faces off. Literally. I mean, not literally, because we didn't burn our faces off. It was just very spicy. You're being dramatic. You sound like a teenage girl. Well, that's what it felt like. I'm like literally dead. But yeah, um, we are on the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. Check out some of the shows that are on that. Uh, Anchor FM. Anchor.fm is our new host so yeah give us uh give us a listen subscribe oh yeah like that shit hit the heart hit the thumbs up five stars hell yeah um yeah but seriously thank you for listening and we'll see you next week well we won't see you know what the fuck i mean have fun be safe peace listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment the shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media the pfpn hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com thanks for listening